to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast, episode 341. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Here we go. Hey, what's been happening? Um, it's been a long day today. It I sounds like at, you've been busy. I got up at 4.30 this morning. I had a um, class. It was actually pretty cool because I was teaching improv this morning. Um, Did you know you had to do improv? Yeah, 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 yeah. So oh. it was just one episode, uh, one one lesson yeah, out yeah. of this curriculum oh, was right. improv. And so I actually had, uh, when I found out at the beginning of the week what was coming, know, up. Going up, coming up, I emailed Jim Fishwick and yeah. said, hey, Jim, got any ideas of what I can do? Cause <laughs> Don't want you is, to do it, Jim, but I'm doing it. Yeah, no, but um, the problem is doing it over Zoom. It's oh, not yeah, easy. Totally. No, that, like, would, that would be um, very hard. And, and yeah, 10, 11 year old kids. So we did uh, ABC conversation, you know, so the first word you have to say starts with an A and yeah, then a yeah, B yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Uh, we did uh, passing presents to start them off. We did um, we did uh, word of time story, and that was actually really difficult over Zoom. Oh, so would I, because I, of I the delay? A, no, I put a, um, a list on the screen so we knew who's after who. Oh, yeah, yeah. But because the kids. Um, That's right. And they don't have amazing mics. They're saying one word, and you're like, "What? What was that word?" Oh, okay. <laughs> it was that was the only thing. It sort of screws the flow up. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but no, I think they really enjoyed it. So there was an hour of that. Then I went to Gilmore's. Then I came back. Then I've had two coaching sessions. Then we've got this, and now I've got another coaching session right. with a keynote later on. So all the coaching, all the coaching. It's it's good. I'm I'm happy. Very I'm, good. I'm having fun with it. We had a house inspection yesterday. Oh, yeah. Which was fine um, with old Brent, and he's wandering around, and I've got this whole, I've got some things to say, and one of the top of the things on my list is the pool people. I can't deal with the pool people. Are stupid. Anyway, he just says we're changing pool people because we can't deal with them. I was like, oh, I've got that on a list here. Uh, so yeah, the pool people. He goes, I, I think they're just making up prices. He goes, because the, uh, apparently there's only two pool people in the Waikato. That actually come around and check on polls and do everything that the the serv- total service total service thing, thing. Yeah, yeah. and it's taken them a while to track down the second one. And they said to the second one, "How much on average would you charge for a pool of this size uh, for the chemical side of it?" And they said, "Oh, between like twenty and thirty five dollars." I think they said uh, they, um, a, a week, a month. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure, and I think that's where he's probably getting a bit tripped up because I think he told me yesterday per visit. And the other guys, I think, well, the other guys are actually only coming once a month anyway, but they get charging over a hundred bucks for the chemicals. Um, but I said, how many uh, rentals do you have with pools? He goes, there's only two, yours and another one. And the other one is getting hammered as well. I was like, oh, he goes, we're just going to see how it goes. But uh, we're pretty, we're pretty shocked with the pricing, put it that way. Right, I was like, okay. Right, right. Well, because the dude came, so the dude left the key behind and was jumping the fence. And I said, I, I emailed the rental people and I said, this guy keeps jumping the fence. He's been told the key's here in the letterbox for him. If he breaks the fence, then you have to deal with that. They're like, oh, no, that's no good. We'll tell them again. Then I'm dealing with the pool admin woman. Oh, yeah. He'll ring you when he's coming. Uh, he's going to be around on the week of the 12th. And that was when we went to Christchurch at the end of the week. So I left it, I left, I left it in the letterbox for two weeks. And he finally turned up like on Tuesday. Hey, uh, something about a key or something? I was like, yeah, it's the key you left behind. Oh, I wondered where that had gone. Hmm, do you want me to leave it behind? No, it's your key. Oh, yeah, I'll take that back to the office with me. 
Cool, yes. bro. Yes, bro. <laughs> oh Actually, real quickly, one other thing I forgot to mention last week. We were leaving uh, Auckland Airport. You know how they have the giant billboards that are like selling cars or watches? Or yeah. It's just giant billboards. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, in the inside? Uh, no, driving into the domestic terminal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. I'm like driving. And we're driving. We're leaving. We got the car from the car place and we're driving out. And my brain just goes, I think that's me on a billboard. <laughs> and it is. It's like the biggest billboard in the world with me on it with two other people. And we're all doing thumbs up. But it's obviously, uh, I think it's been photoshopped. I don't think we actually did the th- for skinny. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just really weird. But it's it's huge. <laughs> it's like the biggest billboard you could be on. So, cool, cool. It's a bit random. That's hilarious. Uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, okay, what do we got here? Um, what do you want to know about? There's a bit going on. There is a bit going on. I was gonna, I was gonna actually say, I might as well um, cover a couple of the old things that I, I put in there a while ago. Mm. We might as well get rid of them. Um, did you hear about the the Tararua town, which is Woodville? Because Woodville has a special place in my heart. I, I've fought. doesn't Woodville when you drive. Is that the Viking one? No, no, no that's, that's Danny Bergen. Uh, either that or Norse something or other. Yeah, where Norseware is made. Dan, yeah, must be. Yeah. Anyway, um, why, yeah, why? Wo- have you been there? A bit? Oh, Woodville. We used to go for their karate tournaments quite, quite oh, a bit. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, Woodville was was pretty cool. So we went there a few times for tournaments, but they've had a um, a name uh, competition. You know, get a, a slogan for the for the town. This is a few weeks ago now. You know what and- Hamilton should be? Ram Raid, capital of New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's catchy. Well, Tar- <laughs> Woodville went with, um, and actually, it was. Uh, a pub owner had done this, and they made these T-shirts once before, and then forgot about it for years. And then they said, "Oh, there's a slogan." So he just busted it out again. So he goes, "Oh, I'll use that." Nice. All good in the wood. Yeah, that sounds good. That's pretty cool. I That's like not that. Bad. I it That's not good. bad. So it's it's uh, really taken off. They really good. like it. So this is the this is the the great thing about small communities. Hamilton, we don't have anything, do we? Uh, I don't. Well, I wouldn't even know what our one is. No, nothing. No. It's just like. No, Not far know. from anywhere cool, I think, was one of them. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so anyway. That's cool. Very good. Hey, uh, they've, uh, some scientists have found some viruses trapped in ice. Oh, yeah. So what did they, What happened once they re-enlivened them? Because they're scientists, so of course they're going to do that. <laughs> they haven't done that yet, but they've got two ice samples taken from um, the Tibetan Plateau in China. And they got them in 2015. They reckon uh, they would have started to begin to freeze 14,500 years ago. And they've found um, 33 viruses. And of the 33, um, four of them are sort of related. But 28 means they've never been identified before. So that's real good. Now, they didn't talk about bringing them back to life and infecting everyone. What they're really, really interested in is uh, these viruses are never seen before. They're completely unique. But they've been able to basically survive or not break down in extreme cold for well, so no, long. Well, no, yeah, okay. So we got global warming. Yeah, and oh, no, there's viruses ca- captured in places all around the world. We've got and, a lot to look forward to. Yeah, is what I'm so, hearing. There's only an upside here. So, so when they melt and go into the oceans and wash up on your front lawn because uh, tides come in by a couple of miles, um, you should be cool, right? Yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about that. And you know what? Technology will save you because uh, I don't know why this is not updated at all. It's unable to refresh it, so I'll have to go from memory. Uh, Dubai has had some very uh, high temperatures, 125 degrees, I think. Anyway, they're using uh, lasers to shoot rain clouds. 
I think the laser on drones, they're flying them up there and they've demonstrated it and they had two torrential downpours and they said, oh, that's us shooting these lasers to create rain. So, well, that, they absolutely need that in the US at the moment. So, well, that's the, news the thing. Like, absolutely, today was um, that Powell Dam, I think it is. It's like one of the biggest, the right. second biggest reservoir in the US. Yeah. Is at unprecedented low levels. Uh, it's all, it's all so looking good. In their mega drought. But uh, if this is an actual thing and they commercialize it, imagine just going somewhere. Like, I don't know the technicalities well, of it, but. Who, I, I would imagine you'd have to have clouds laden with some level of moisture yeah, yeah, before you can yeah, zap that, them, right? I'm assuming so, but still, it won't be far until they'll just be like, oh, you want rain here? Okay, we'll just... Uh, we'll send that over. We'll send that over. You, you Uber it. You get on your app and you go, my garden wants some rain, and you'll just set it up, and, and if enough votes in that neighbourhood goes through, then the rain's on its way. You know what you don't want? <clears throat> Obviously, uh, I don't know why nothing is refreshing on here. I have to go all from memory. Uh, so the you mo- should still be on my same Wi-Fi. Oh no, this is your new phone, eh? Is it? Uh, I don't know what's going on. Oh same- no, I am on Wi-Fi. Yes, no, no. So I update everything on the computer in Trello, and it's not syncing between uh, okay. what I've done. But basically, Tesla announced that you can now subscribe to the autopilot full self-driving feature. Like you have to pay. For ninety nine or one hundred ninety nine dollars per month to get that feature, right? Which okay. Well, anyway, I, I don't know. I suppose it. Do you have to be in the car when it's driving? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty certain you do. No, because I was going to say one hundred ninety nine dollars a month. If you don't have to pay the parking, you get the car to drop you off, and then it goes home. Yeah, and comes and picks you up. That's worth it. That's probably the dream. But um, but if you have to be in the car while it's driving, I don't. I don't see the point. <laughs> but uh, it got it. The moon tricked it. It thought it was a yellow traffic light, so the car just slows right down. It just keeps going slow because it's waiting for the red. Uh, so they got to look into that. There's a few teething problems. <laughs> There's a low flying moon. Yeah, no, it was very bright and yellow, and it was just like cars like. Uh, and apparently, traffic, traffic lights been, that, is one of the worst things it has to deal with. That would have been actually, um, yeah, no, that, that's pretty funny because they've had all the, that smokiness in the in the. In the States, right, with all those forest fires. All oh, right. So even during the day with the sun, if it was low and the sky, it'd be a yellow light, like, you know, <laughs> uh, or, or a red light. That's fine. Um, have you heard about the zombie frog? Again, this is a couple of weeks old. Uh, um, I don't know. Do they? Oh, you know what? I think they should microwave it. No? You should. No. <laughs> no. Last, Did we have any comments about the hamsters? Uh, no, no comments. But uh, Christchurch Food Festival, I think it was, liked the Instagram image. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Well, it would have been the Christchurch hashtag, but it just cracked me up that they yeah. maybe want to cook hamsters. Um, what the hell? Do you want to dis- describe the... It's, oh, it's like a weird bullfrog looking thing. What's the deal with it? No, it, I don't want to look at it anymore. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it might be the image of the, yeah, the post. Yeah, yeah um, I think so. Um, it is called. It's a new new uh, frog that I've found in Amazon, which isn't a big deal because you go around the Amazon, you can find a new frog every day. Of course, for the next of rest of the year type thing. But it cracked me up because they called it the zombie frog. Why do you think they called it the zombie frog? Um, I, when when you first said it, I was just thinking that it hibernates forever and then comes back to life. No. Okay. No. I don't know what. 
It's the dumbest reason in the oh, world. I'm just going to okay. tell you that now. Oh, thanks. Go. Because it lives under the, it lives deep in the mud. And for the scientists to find it, they're all digging it up. And you've got all these scientists covered in mud and they go, you look like you're a zombie. It's got nothing to do with the frog. Calm it's- down. No, just, no, you've ruined it. You've ruined it. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I wanted to read about the zombie frog. I was quite disappointed about that. No, that's the dumbest. We'll have, no. we'll, we'll have a link to that, pretty, uh, it's real that gross. story in the, uh, in the show notes anyway. It's very gross. Oh, I was going to tell you. Did you see that PB Tech TV thing? PB TV the other night? No. So PB Tech decided to have this big um, online streaming thing, and it went from 8 o'clock till 10 o'clock, but the deals were going till midnight, and it was basically just Logitech gear, and Logitech brought out, I, did, I learned this the other day independently of this, Logitech brought out Blue, who makes the Yeti microphones and stuff. Oh, okay. And there was another, game, some weird gaming headset that I've never heard of in my life called Arcos, I think, and they must own that. But anyway, it was just a big publicity thing. But every, I think it was every 15 minutes in between them talking about products going, this mouse is amazing and this and this, they'd give away stuff. They'd give away um, this thing called a Thunder thunder Boom, I think it was called. So you know that big ass speaker that I won? Yeah. Well, this one's the same brand. It's a UE Thunder Boom. It's six times more powerful than that one that I won. And it's about this big, and the Holy battery crap. lasts for twenty four hours. <laughs> anyway, they're giving one of them. They're giving away one of them: a gaming uh, headset, gaming keyboard, a microphone. There's five prizes every fifteen minutes, right? And the first time they're just there, and they did really well. Like the two guys, they had a good setup, and they knew what they were doing, and they were they were really good. On, and I think they worked for BB Tech. I don't think they were actual other people. Yeah, but yeah. they were just like, oh, right. they're like, okay, now uh, they spin a wheel. And everybody has to comment on YouTube. So this YouTube thing's just going like a million seconds, like like nonstop. And uh, when it lands on the word, like you have to either type Logitech, Blue, or something else, um, the dude will take a screenshot of the iPad once it stopped, and then whoever was at the top, he goes, you won, contact us, right? So they're going batshit crazy. That's all good. So I'm watching, I'm like, this is great. And then the, the second time onwards... I think they did it for every single one, but it was a very slight variation. It was a bit annoying that they didn't mix it up. He just goes, oh, we've got 10, we've got 10 cell phone numbers here, uh, but I've only got five phones. Ring now. And they all just come up on the screen. And he's just answering phones. Oh, yeah, sweet. Hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, sweet. You just won this. Cool. Okay, just, <laughs> okay you just won this. Cool. I'll just hand you off to the uh, customer service team. Anyway, uh, but the, they had, it was like 50% off most of the Logitech gear. Oh wow! Just for like four hours or something, but anyway, uh, it was interesting. That's and pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, I hope I hope they do it again one day when I've got money. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. I I was going to say, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, oh yeah, I don't have any no. money. That'd be, that'd be a good thing. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I, I saw this thing and it was literally. I thought it was going to be a news story, but it was just a little gif. Taiwanese coast guards now have a drone lifesaver, and it's this guy standing on a bridge. There's no context. It's just this gif. He throws in a U-shaped flotation device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's got motors in it, and it just takes off like a radio-controlled speedboat. And they go, <laughs> and they can just race it to the drowning person. I think well, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, it makes completely se- uh, complete sense. I think they just didn't have anyone in the water to show it with. They just they were just driving it around like a little boat. So you'd need to. Um being more of a gamer. Speaking of which, because yes. this was in the news today, mm. um, the uh, American FAA, they have really strict rules around their um, 
uh, air traffic controllers. So you have to be offered a job before you're 31. If you're training? No, what? You cannot be 31 or over to join that service. Oh, you to join? To, yeah. So if and, and they need new people because they're getting old and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. So you have to be there before you're 31. And, is that so they can train you? Yeah, so you can get an 18. I think it's just an age thing with health issues. Oh, okay. and you know, you know the Americans, they're all obese and they're all going to die of heart attacks, right? Mm. So um, so there's that. And then they retire at 56. Oh, That's nice. their retirement Yeah, yeah, because the right? pressure's like mutual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but uh, they're after... <clears throat> They're looking for, like, I think it's 6,000 or 16,000 even, you know, nationwide. Um, and they're just going for gamers. They're like, if you're between 18 and 30 and you're a gamer, that makes we sense. want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it makes a lot of sense. And they had um, some interviews. I was watching this news news thing. And they had interviews with these gamers and, 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 and air traffic controllers. And this chick's like, oh, I play, oh, forgotten what it was now. I play this just to keep my... my um, peripheral vision up and all this yeah, sort yeah. of thing. You know, they're all into games. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, going back to America, Tampa police are using a minority report type of scheme to identify future criminals. So that's fun. Oh, can I get, be the person that lies in the bath with the bath cap on? No. Um, <laughs> first up, it goes. We are pleased to inform you that you have been selected. It says. And then the four-page letter from the Pasco Sheriff's Office goes on to tell recipients they will be facing enhanced police scrutiny under the agency's controversial intelligence program. You may wonder why you're enrolled in this program. The letter continues. You were selected as a result of an evaluation of your recent criminal behavior using an unbiased, of course, evidence-based risk assessment designed to identify prolific offenders in our community. Uh, We're going to have great efforts to encourage change in your life through enhanced support and increased accountability. And the uh, online video, the Sheriff Office Captain Tony Roach says being selected is good news because participants will have the opportunity to receive assistance from the Pasco Sheriff's Office and several community partners. Basically, we're going to hound you for life. I'm not. I'm not anti that. Honestly, oh no, but it's. Uh, it, I, I I don't know how well that'll go down in the states because they'll just be like, oh, because did you see? I saw some uh, clip the other day. Um, some guy got hammered by the cops, um, I, th- I think, I want to say Alabama. Okay. And this guy had run this, it looks like he ran him down, you know, yeah. raced and ran him down. Pistol whipped him. Of course. He's got blood all over yeah, his good. face. Got his hand around his throat. Yes. Not not a knee on the th- A hand around the yeah. throat and and put 40 seconds of pressure until he passed out. Mm. And uh, that was the cop. All caught on his body cam. Of course. Which is right on his chest. Like, it's there. <laughs> And uh, he's being uh, he's being disciplinary. Well, yeah, no, he's he's facing charges, I think. Oh, but I'm just like, but I think I think like still whip them and strangle them. Yeah, I think just with how they're probably worded, it's probably wrong because they do a lot of that here in New Zealand with the police, and it's to do with um, yeah, helping people out. And uh, I can't remember what the term is they call it, uh, early prevention or preventative policing or something. Uh, Yeah, anyway, they do that. Yeah, because some people. Need some help, need some guidance. Especially, They're going through some shit. That's you know? right. Hey, this dude, uh, he did a deep fake a while ago with Luke Skywalker. I think he fixed up the Mandalorian or something. Anyway, Lucas Lucasfilm goes, oh, w- yeah, they've employed him. Like, he's that good. <laughs> he's on their visual effects team. He goes by the name Shamook on YouTube. And he said, uh, he, had to, he confirmed it and says, look, I'm um, sorry I haven't been doing any videos on YouTube. I've actually been employed by these guys, Industrial Light and Magic, uh, 
are always on the lookout for talented artists, apparently, and uh, they've, uh, yeah, hired him to help uh, fix up some of their stuff. Oh, nice. Um, did you? So there's a couple of things in the news yesterday that, that caught my attention. One uh, was was breaking news. Actually, it was during the project last night, and I don't, haven't heard anything about it. But I haven't been on the radio. I've been busy all day. Mm. So last night at um, seven thirty ish, something like, or oh, just before seven thirty, they're like, "Oh, we've just had uh, breaking news. Uh, there's been an eight point one oh. uh, Richter scale earthquake." In the Alaskan Peninsula. Okay. And um, the government has warned that we will be doing um, testing for and checking for tsunamis. Of course. It's like halfway around the world, but I suppose there's nothing in between, really. The no, Pacific no. Ocean, they said it will take 12 or more hours. Maybe they said 24. I can't remember. A long, a while. To, to get here. Oh, wow. Um, no, I hadn't heard that And one. I was like, oh, and and I forgot all about it till just now. So I was like, "Have you heard anything today?" No, nah, I didn't. I didn't check any news things today at all. Actually, I've been busy um, trying to schedule a whole bunch of stuff for pumpkin season coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, that's all right. Um, so I thought I, I think I may have. Uh, that's a non-story then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> actually, so, let's talk about something that you're involved with. What's the deal with the uh, Commerce Commission investigating? Uh, I see you put it. I see you put a thing here. I read some stuff yesterday, so I'll be interested to see what you say. Well, yeah, actually, um, I got given, had a bit of a discussion today at work, obviously, with um, Pierre, and he he watched the original proper full um, government launch oh, presentation yeah, okay, thing, okay. whatever they call it, yeah, yeah. and he sent me the link, and I haven't even had a look oh, at yeah, it, because yeah, I yeah. haven't had time today. But, um, but yeah, I was like, first of all, you know, the Commerce Commission has said, you know, that, um, that a duopoly is bad, yeah. and that price we we would benefit through lower prices yes um and to some degree i can see that but okay first of all i know what the margins are at foodstuffs right they're not ridiculously huge well on on average according to the thing it's 20 percent on average across the board from that report it's 20 percent and that's why they said a third party could come into new zealand and should yeah um so there's a couple of things (coughs) First of all, nobody has, even though they're Aldi's and that is in um, Australia, yeah. they haven't come across because I don't think the market will support it. Um, our margins are 6% yeah. on, on most produce and food um, stuff. Mm. You know, it goes up to 20% on like, uh, what do you call it? General so, merchandise, which is like, you know, paper plates and, and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, but our, we're trying to get over that 6% because our co- cost of delivery, because we do delivery, yeah, yeah, is yeah. 5%. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so so we're, this, we're on pretty thin I think it was, already. I think it was on the spin-off website. Uh, there was a supplier. Um, it's pretty interesting. She makes something like granola or something. I think it's granola or muesli. Oh, I heard, yeah. Do you hear about that? Uh, I, Pierre said something about it. He said that was a load of crap. Anyway. Well, I don't know. She just said this is the conversation that these – Producers are saying, and she says, I don't care, I'll say it out loud. And she said that they sometimes, it's very hard for them to get meetings. And every time they go somewhere, they just go, you got to sell it for a dollar less, dollar less, dollar less, right? They yeah. just get driven down on the price. and Or, we're not going to stock you. We will not put your product on the shelf if you can't give it to us for cheaper. And yeah. she said, that's the commonality. Uh, and then also, apparently, I don't know if you guys are involved in this, What's the thing with foodstuffs, North Island, South Island, going through their product lines or something? 
Do you hear about that? She said that the supermarkets, I don't know if it was her or someone else, but it just coincidentally happened the exact same time this report's been done. And for example, in breakfast, I think it was, there's 400 lines in there. And foodstuffs are going, nah, there'll be 200 now. That's what the consumer wants. They don't want all that choice. Get rid of them. And it sounds like they're trying to get rid of all these weird little providers yeah. because I guess it's easier to deal with big companies. I'm not sure. Um, okay, a couple of things there. I, I, I'll respond to a couple of things. So yeah. first of all, um, with the granola bar, it's like, um, why is your granola bar better, different? Why should we stock it? Because there's 100 granola bars, Yeah, well, that's right? the thing. It's, it's I the think, thing, yeah, right? yeah, it's a lot. And so... One of, and I will say, I, I know that particularly pack and saves, I don't know anything about um, Countdown or how that works, so no. I, I don't want to speak for that. But I know particularly pack and saves have so much power and they can absolutely crush yeah. vendors, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, like totally. We don't have that much no, no. power. We, we can't get things. We buy things from pack and save cheaper than we can buy yeah. them from suppliers, which annoys the hell out of us, obviously. Yeah, which is crazy when you think about it. Well, because we, um, we sell to the bakeries in Pack and Saves and New World. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> I mean, we're a wholesaler. So, oh, what? Anyway, so, yeah, I do realize, I, I, I agree, Pack and Saves wield a hell of a lot of uh, influence. Um, and, and maybe Countdowns do it there, and again, I just don't know. But, yeah, so if if... They have a granola bar, and it's, there's nothing amazing about it. It's going to come down to price. They're just going to say, right, yeah, it's yeah, got to that's cheaper. true, right? Uh, so that's that's one thing. What was the other thing you were talking about? Uh, the uh, the looking at the what's on the shelves. And oh yeah, yeah. Doing so a, you're some always sort of trying thing. to minimise the lines you've got in the shelves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it comes in waves. So. They start building up. You end up getting so many more lines, and then yeah. every now and again, you go right. We've got to cut this. It's right interesting down again. though, eh? Because yeah. you go to the supermarket, and I think like, one of the things that seem everybody seems to be in on is like, oh, there's like fifty different honeys now. How many different honey? It looks like every man is not going to make a honey. All our honeys back down to one or two now. Yeah, at, yeah. At, at our place. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, but it goes through that. You just end up. Oh yeah, we'll try it. We'll try it. We'll try it. And then you have like five things, but none of them sell way more than. Oh, you yeah, get yeah. one that sells more, and you go, "It's just no point." In no, no, it shells right. all the time. So, so, so do you think they'll try and decouple, de- decouple the um, like foodstuffs um, distribution side? Because they said that's an option if they break up the distribution end from foodstuffs and progressive, then they can all supply anyone. I don't know if that'll work or not. I, I it's similar know. to how they did wholesale with the phone and internet. It, I mean, it's so awkward already. So we have yeah, yeah. central um, like ordering <coughs> through the DC, the foodstuffs DC. And honestly, the systems are crap. They're really bad. And so imagine getting two different systems you've got to work with. It's just, yeah. it'll be I, just horrendous. Um, but yeah, I, I, one of the things is, right, so foodstuffs is a co-op. Mm. And, it, and I don't know if people totally understand that. So every four square New World or Pack and Save yep. uh, is owned, or Gilmore's is owned by an owner operator, and they are part owners of the co-op. Yeah. And so something in the report said that foodstuffs have made all this money. Well, foodstuffs not supposed to make any money. Mm. Uh, it, it, it covers its operating costs, and all the money goes back to the owners. Yeah, yeah. So if it made the amount of money that they've said. Yep. Dane, my boss, and all the other owners around the okay, country are going, uh, I think you owe me $600,000, I think is the number that it works out of with these 450 owners around the country. I know, it's like, crazy. Uh, hang on, are we being ripped off? So I don't think there's that much money. 
in the system that, that they're talking about, right? The other thing that is interesting is a big part of the revenue generation for, for foodstuffs is the ownership on property. And yeah, that would yeah, be a stranglehold if they got a, a second, a third um, person in. Yeah, right? well, well, that's... And so I think they'd have to mandate how, like, foodstuffs uh, must rent out to an opposition X amount of their... their um, property stock at, yeah. at, a, at a reasonable rate yeah, yeah. and all that sort of stuff, right? Um, so that'd be interesting. But what got me yesterday was after that, that news story, I was like, oh, and then they go, and I'm coming up next is the project. And because I don't normally watch the news, and I just no. happened to watch it last night. Afterwards, is coming up is the project, and uh, we'll be talking about that third player that's coming in. I was like, oh, my God, there is somebody. And... Um, so, so a I had a seven thirty clickbaity. <laughs> yeah, it was very clickbaity because I had a seven thirty uh, coaching appointment, and at seven twenty eight, oh, yeah, they go, they go, oh yeah, and about this crowd that's coming in, dun, 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 dun. it's Costco. I'm like, we already knew Costco was coming, oh, yeah, yeah. and Costco is not going to make a, a big difference around the country. They're only going to Wellington and Auckland. Um, I think the Wellington one's a smaller version or something, isn't it? The, honestly, don't know. But it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because Costco is, I, I'm pretty certain you know this, really look after their staff, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, well, actually, I, I didn't know that. No, um, no, the, the the Costco guy, the CEO, he says it has to be, oh, he, he has all these, uh, have a look, I can't remember off the top of my head, there's a whole bunch of stuff that they have to have in a Costco. He's the anti-Bezos is what you're saying. He's the anti-Bezos. So Costco are the guys that say, since they opened, I think it was a hot dog or a sausage or a drink or something, it'll only ever cost a dollar or dollar fifty. It I never it was IKEA with their meatballs. Yeah, but I think they've done the same. But Costco said they're bringing the full thing to New Zealand. So that means fuel, tyres, everything known to mankind is in the store. Right. So it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I, I, I'd definitely be interested in checking it out. Of course, it's a, um, what do you call it? A membership model, subscription yeah, yeah, model. Of so, you know, it's that sort of, that's the sort of thing where you go, well, I don't <coughs> live in Auckland, so why would I be a member? But then... If you can it, buy 400 th- rolls of toilet paper at a good price. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Um, one of the it, talking heads that was on uh, this program last night said, you know, that is going to be a whole different way of shopping for most New Zealanders, like this bulk buy. Like, we think bulk I think, buy, uh, I think, think bulk buy is, yeah. you know, 24 rolls of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, like, it's going to be a new way of doing things for a lot of uh, New Zealanders. They're not going to be... Yeah, because uh, I think um, I think the Costco's in, in America and that, like, you can buy a coffin there if you want and all sorts of stuff. I can see a lot of um, smaller business owners getting that membership going up and buying yeah. stuff for their stores. Yeah, yeah. You know, all these stores that we, we uh, supply, like... a and the Coromandel and stuff like that, I can see them, you know, if doing got four, the four or five, six trips a, a year. Yeah, yeah. Depending, because some of them are seasonal, so they don't go all the year mm. round. And just do big stock-ups and, and do that. It makes sense, but yeah. Anyway, um, it'll it, be interesting times. It was. Uh, will be. Thank you. Uh, that'll bring us to the end of the podcast, actually. I'm yes. mumbling my words, but uh, I'm just too excited thinking about the cheap, cheap food we may get in New Zealand. I, I think I if anything... Nah, does Costco bring a lot of food? I have no idea. Yeah, because I, I have no think, idea. I keep thinking they're going to be way more uh, a competition for the warehouse <laughs> than they are for I, us. Yeah, yeah, you know? I think. Yeah, well, I believe that. Kmart and I think uh, I think a subscription in Australia for Costco is between sixty and seventy five dollars for a year. year. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. I mean, you can 
recoup that in one or two shops. That, that, yeah. That's the trick, I think. But uh, you know what New Zealand's like. You're going to have three people go there. Or the first, there's going to be chaos when they first open. So there's going to be about 4,000 people rode up outside. There'll be TV crews there. And then people will be sharing stuff on Instagram and stuff. And there'll be somebody that'll be the Costco person of New Zealand. And they'll be like, look, you, so, you know, you're not missing out by not getting the subscription oh, straight no. away. How many people in Hamilton are going to get a membership to Costco, go up there, come back down here and have shit on Trade Me? Oh, <laughs> like yeah, probably. same day. Probably. <laughs> They're going to be selling Trade Me stuff. Yeah. Trade Me's look, rubbing its hands at oh, Costco. I bet they are. Yeah, I would be. And South Island, too. People will be yep. going over the ferry, yep. grabbing a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it uh, brings us to the end. So uh, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.